Welcome back to Throwback with Jack. Today, August 27th, in 479 BC, was the Battle of Plataea, where Persian forces led by Mardonius were decisively beaten by the Greek army led by Spartan general Pausanias, and together with a Greek victory at Mycalae, halted the Persian invasion of Greece. Let's examine this. So we gotta go back a bit. So let's go back 11 years, the Battle of Marathon, and the first Persian invasion of Greece. The Greeks win. The Persians retreat. 10 years later, 480 BC, the Persians win at Thermopylae and Artemisium, and they conquer the Greek provinces of Thessaly, Attica, and Boeotia. However, at the Battle of Salamis, the allied Greek navy dispels Xerxes, he's the Persian ruler, preventing his conquest of the Peloponnese. So Xerxes retreats with most of his army, but he leaves his general Mardonius to beat the Greeks. And his thinking was that Mardonius controlled a big part of Greece. Remember, we're talking Thermopylae and Artemisium. After those battles, they had Thessaly, Attica, and Boeotia, a pretty large part of Greece. And he has the majority of his army. So the thinking was that if he could beat the remaining Greek forces, he could clear the way for Xerxes to make landfall on Greece. But here's the thing, the Greeks were allied somewhat, I mean, there were some city-states, we're talking like in an unusual move, Sparta and Athens are fighting with each other, they're allies, along with Corinth and Megora against Xerxes and some pro-Persian Greeks like Thebes, no one likes Thebes. But despite Xerxes not being involved, the Persian forces are estimated to be around 110,000 strong and combined with the Theban cavalry, 5,000 cavalry. And this is compared to 38,700 Greeks. With no cavalry, by the way. But because they had no cavalry, the Greeks wanted to use the terrain to their advantage. So they were going to sit on rough terrain. In no way would the Greeks engage the Persians in the field, where their cavalry would absolutely decimate the Greek lines. Not a chance. So Mardonius was extremely confident that his uh, superior numbers would lead to a swift victory. But there's the Persian battle strategy. Repeated arrow volleys from long range, followed by cavalry charge. But that would only work if the Greeks were foolish enough to meet them in the field. Again, why would they do that? Just, they would be slaughtered. Just sit on your rough terrain and wait for them to come to you. I mean, the Greeks used the phalanx, so that we're talking tightly packed men, heavily armored, eight men deep. They would work as one unit, and they would fight together. So the first two days of the battle, both armies just sat on their preferred terrain. The Greeks were on rough ground, where the cavalry wouldn't be as effective, and the uh, Persians were on open ground, in an open field. Mardonius grew restless, so on the third day, sent his cavalry forward to attack the Greek left flank. A maneuver which resulted in the death of Mesistius, a Persian commander. So Greeks are feeling pretty confident. So they move northwest for better water supply because if an army doesn't have water, it's dead on its feet. But Mardonius stayed where he was. They stayed like this for a week, again because of the terrain. And again, Mardonius grew impatient. This is gonna be a theme and he sends his cavalry against the Greek right flank, slaughtering many, and he also 
burns the uh, Greek supplies. So again, army dead on its feet without supplies. So Spartan General Pausanias moves the Greeks back to their original encampment under the cover of night to reach water. Two days later, Mardonius, he unleashes his cavalry, all of it, on rough ground too, and blocks the Greek water supply and actually breaks the Greek line, which is pretty impressive. And the Greeks are in full retreat at this point. But here's the crucial part. The Persian cavalry use spear throwers and archers, and if you throw a spear, it doesn't come back. You gotta get another one. And if you fire an arrow, it doesn't come back. You gotta get another one. So the Persian cavalry actually ran out of weapons, so they had to go back and get others, which left the Persian foot soldiers to chase the Greeks. But the Greeks rallied. They waged a counterattack and actually killed Mardonius, the Persian general. He actually got hit in the head with a rock, like someone threw a rock at him, hit him in the head, and he died, which, I don't know, isn't exactly how I'd want to go. It's not even top 10 best ways to die. Or there's just simply not dying, but we haven't figured that one out. Anyways, when the Persians realize that the commander has been killed, they flee, and the Greeks storm the camp. Remember when I said about Thebes? Yeah. After their victory, the Greeks stormed and sacked Thebes for siding with the invading Persians, because no one likes traitors. Now big picture, the destruction of the Persian army, coupled with the defeat of the remaining Persian navy at Mycalae, stopped a Persian invasion once and for all. And that was the end of the Greco-Persian Wars. Thank you for listening. <laughs>